thanks for joining me again. I'm going to talk about what happened after those first few weeks that I covered off in the last episode. So, as I mentioned before, I was straight into essentially back to normal within a week or so. Had the funeral, of which I didn't want to go to because that was accepting that my dad had died, um, which was something and became a recurrent theme throughout my growing and adult life that didn't really deal with the fact that my dad had died. So after the first few weeks and everything had sort of settled back to normal as it were, um, people found out that obviously my dad had died, everybody had got over the awkward hope of things okay, which clearly wasn't, but there's no right or wrong thing to say to someone and that's something I've been conscious of since those events back in 1991 that if somebody loses a parent in particular or anybody really that the best thing you can do is actually just be normal to them because they know it's going to be an awkward conversation because the chances are the first thing they're going to say is I'm really sorry to hear about X, Y and Z uh, and clearly they they will be sorry for your loss but essentially they just kind of want a normal conversation because the chances are they've heard that from everybody they've met in the period of time um, since the loss so that's one thing I found quite difficult that every time I met somebody for the first time after my dad died they would always say I'm really sorry for your loss so there was never that point that you were kind of could not move on that's the wrong word but you you're always expecting the next person to say I'm really sorry for your loss and it would just bring it back each time but anyway, we moved on and life sort of got back to, to semi-normal, as I say. Um, and obviously that the thoughts of my dad were still there and it was still, still quite raw. But I kind of just pushed it to the back of my mind. I had GCSEs coming up. I was playing football every weekend. Um, so yeah, it we still fell into a new normal and then at Christmas that year we went to Florida with my mum's best friend and her son which is also one of my friends and we spent Christmas day um, in Florida um, as a way of kind of escaping everything but in that meantime my mum had met my now stepdad um, and things were sort of life was getting on to a bit of normality then we moved in with my stepdad which was half an hour drive away from my friends in school and I still went to school so I had to get up early and drive back the half hour each day to our other house 
then go to school, then drive back. So I never really, at that point, had to got an ability to see my friends as such. And again, we didn't really talk about it because I was one of the first people to lose their parent or one of their parents in the school because obviously we're quite young. So nobody really knew what to talk about. So the thing was, my, my dad was really well known by a lot of people in the area. He was the football team manager, as I'd mentioned before. So everybody kind of knew him and all the all my friends obviously knew him. But anyway, so we, we get up to the first Christmas and that's tough. And then my dad's birthday's on sixth of January, so not long after Christmas. So we have to deal with that again. Um which was was okay. It was it was tough, but it was okay. Um, and then I'd have my birthday, and then it would come around to Christ, the anniversary of my dad's death in April. Then we go up to Christmas again. Then I got my GCSE results, which he he never got to to hear or see. Which that makes me sad, but. Again, I, I kind of just put it to the back of my mind, and life goes on. It does. It does get easier to to deal with the fact that there's been a loss, but the grief, unless you deal with it, doesn't go away. Um, as I f- I've found out over the years. Um, so I'd put things into the back of my mind and then you'd meet new people and then you'd discuss the fact that they would, they would talk about your mum and dad and I would say it was my mum and my stepdad and then you have the, the whole conversation with them about the fact that your dad died and then they would say sorry for your loss and it was always a kind of vicious circle when meeting new people because eventually you'd start talking about it but birthdays and Christmases were were tough um, but not as tough as they were as when I moved out of house and moved into a flat and mobile phones came up and I'd text my mum and she would on my dad's birthday she would ask how I was and I would always, or I would text her first, whoever. But we always text each other um, on the day. And we always said that we were, we were obviously quite sad about things. And that we, we missed my dad. But then we wouldn't talk about it because we we knew we'd both get upset. We never really have dealt with the grief together, me and my mum. And maybe that's something that we should have done. But I moved out when I was 18, so we would, like, we've always been in touch and we've always been very close. But we never really talked about it together. We would talk, obviously, about my dad and how we missed him on birthdays and Christmases and all other life events from then on. Um, 
and it was always difficult going to see people or going to family reunions and seeing seeing family and obviously the elephant in the room is that dad's no longer with us um and yeah it was, it was difficult to deal with uh, but one thing I learned to do was to sort of almost switch off my emotions not talk about it because if I didn't talk about it I didn't get upset didn't want to get upset so I didn't talk about it and that became a bit of sort of a cycle of, of things I never really talk about I never did talk about my dad really because every time I did I'd get upset so I never really wanted to talk about it um, and the problem with that is if you don't talk about it it doesn't unburden your grief um, so every time you do talk about it you get upset uh, and I still struggle with that at times but it's becoming easier it's just when people speak to me and say well I've, I've got children now off my own that my, ne my dad never got to see and people tell me that my dad would be proud and it's, it's really, it is difficult because it, it would come to Christmas and he, he'd never spent a Christmas with his grandchildren and never will. Um, and they, they know him as Grandad in the Sky. And yeah, it's it's particularly difficult at those times of the years. But particularly when I talk about it and people talk to me about it. But going back to that, it is something that you do need to speak to, to people about. And in the next episode, I'm going to talk a little bit more about how I managed to try and start to unburden my grief because I was approaching a big event that I think had always been on my mind, which was the age when I got to be exactly the same age as when my dad died. But I'll talk about that in the next episode. Um, thank you for joining me and putting up with my my conversation. Um, if you do want to get in touch, please do, even if it's to, to try and, if it's helped you in any way, let me know. I'd, I'd really be interested to know, because I know there are a few people that have listened to this podcast, and whilst it's not going to be a long-term thing, um, depending on any kind of reaction I'll get, it, it might be. Um, but yeah, 
but yeah, please, please let me know. Um, and I'll speak to you soon.